When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to another Dose Conspiracy Guys. This time we're doing an interview with an immensely interesting chap all the way from Vienna, Austria. He is uh, an expert in natural law. He's a jolly good chap to have an esoteric chat with. And I met him at the Open Minds Conference in Waterford where we blew each other's minds. Uh, having chats long into the night. You know those chats where you're, you're, you're kind of half leaving to go like, yeah, it's 10 past five in the morning. Yeah. No, yet. No, I'm going to bed yet. No, you go on. Go on, you. No, you go on. All right, what are you saying? Those kind of chats, fucking great crack. This man, he's uh, agreed to talk to us today about 5G, natural law, occult mysticism, uh, the, the dark netherworld, the control mechanism of the human matrix that we're all involuntarily uh, jammed into. Stephen Wybrow. Thanks very much for coming on the show. Thanks very much for having me and yes, uh, ha- having a nice chat about things that are happening right now and uh, sort of like share a little bit of a, a different perspective on the world events, you know? Well, Jesus, it couldn't have come at a better time. This is the shit that the shit is hitting all sorts of fans. And um, mm. I mean, we had talked at the Open Minds, like I said, uh, big ups Trevor and the crew. This is... Um, this is not the conversation that I anticipated when we were talking in the hotel that time. And I think the depth of your research and knowledge wasn't really shown to me in the hour presentation and in the, the couple of hours of chat uh, after hours that we had about 5G and about all that crack. Um, I was I was kind of like, in my mind, marketing myself as talking to you about like 5G, what's it got to do about Corona, how's it going to, you know... Uh, uh, deprive people of oxygen and where are all the people gone from Wuhan what the fuck is going on um, when really it's more of a conversation of like um, 5G as just a an extra tool on the Swiss army knife of control that is uh, being meted out upon all of us I think we won't spend too long talking about the technicals of it but it's more about um, your research and how you're battling this uh, oligopoly this nefarious octopus that has his tentacles wrapped around us all. Would that be right? Absolutely, yeah. That's a good picture. I just want to <laughs> mitigate anybody's expectations to come in and go, yeah, going to get that going to get that 5G info. Um, I'm starting to do these interview series. We did one last week with uh, Praying Medic about QAnon and uh, like it's a kind of a new enough thing for me and what I want to do is maybe learn to uh, curtail my own, I guess, what would you call them? Interruptions are my own biases even though i do want to get the interview e into a place where i'm able to get the information that i want out of them i'm working in an uh, an area of unknown unknowns for the most part uh, especially when i'm talking to you 
the stuff that you've researched I would it would take me years to catch up to your knowledge and I think as these interviews go along I want to be able to talk to people who can you know give me legs up I can sit on their shoulders and see further and um let the audience get that kind of information as well without me having to do too much heavy lifting regarding uh, research and stuff like that it's the the blessing of having a very educated and well-researched guests so Stephen like tell us where did you start with this journey like where how did you get into this how did you fall into it yeah it came natural to me i didn't have to do too much for it <laughs> it was just the for a long time the resistance to acknowledging that this uh, specific uh, area of research was what i needed to delve deep into and that's what i needed to share with uh, humanity you know i've been on the track of researching natural law principles since 2014 when i came when i crossed path with a pre- presentation from Mark Passio on the topic, who is, in my opinion, the number one authority on this issue. You know, he's a he's an incredible man and he's done an incredible amount of research on this particular subject. And uh, yeah, it's I I was just drawn to it naturally. It's what gets our interest, you know. Things we often we're in my opinion, you know, we are uh, conditioned to think quite complicated on a lot of things when things are actually quite simple. And you just need to look at what interests you the most. And uh, with me, it was the, the, the topic of mysticism, you know. What, always, what I always asked myself was, how do they actually do it? How does it work? How can you um, be so powerful, you know, and control uh have control of an entire population on the planet you know you're how long, taking a how big long leap there take? that's a that's a big leap yeah. you're like i'm interested in mysticism and i want to know how to control the world like that's that's you know how 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 can you put those two things in the same kind of breath and say like i see mysticism i want to know how it works because i know that that's what's keeping the world under control like how did you come to that conclusion mm. Well, there's multiple ways um, how I came to that conclusion. There's really a lot of uh, paths that leave uh, that lead to the same uh, conclusions. But I, on, when I understood on a deep level what what it means that uh, there is a dark occult priest class running the world, and that they are into Satanism, I really wanted to know what this was really about. You know, and when you study the work of, uh, of Mark Passio, who was himself in the church of satan you know you realize that satanism has got not so much uh really to do with uh worshiping the devil and all that but it deals much more with uh manipulation and satan in this understanding um is actually the deceiver it's how to trick people's minds how to how to deceive them and that's the sort of conclusion that i came to now I, I was just thinking you know Okay, they they use uh, certain understandings and certain knowledge uh, how to manipulate people. And I just thought, okay, I don't think that these people are too clever for me, you know. 
and I wanted to find out what are the mechanisms of how they do that. And that's where you delve into the realms of natural law principles and also understanding what's also comprised in natural law. It's just such a huge, uh, broad topic, but uh, you can you can um, give an understanding of natural law when you uh, understand that it's basically comprised of two um, base subjects. It deals with with the macrocosmic level of how the universe and everything contained within the universe how it works, and it deals with the microcosmic level. And this is what uh, where I delve uh, deeper myself, which is the microcosmic level has to deal with human psychology and how it works on a fundamental level. Like George Lucas and the midichlorians. Where he's like, um, I don't know about that. All right, okay, no. It's... <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. And, uh, no problem, no problem. Anyways, what, what, what I uh, look deeper into are fundamental questions, you know, the basics. That's what I like to look into, you know, because it's also interesting that my last name is called Wybrow, you know, yeah. and that's the question why is the question that leads you away from the symptom level you know, when you've basically when you're dealing with symptom levels uh, of problems, you know that we have in the world. For example, 5G or the coronavirus. Now, these are all symptoms that come from a causal level. You know, because um, everything in this world runs uh, on causality, and the causal level. You always come to the causal level when you ask the question why. For example, why are we even in this situation that we're in right now? You know, where everyone's in lockdown, you know, what happened? How can it be that the decision that some politicians take, you know, that people just take that on and uh, don't ask any questions, you know, what's going on there on a, on a deeper level? And yeah, that's that's what I, what I delve into. So a couple of things there, uh, Mark Passio and natural law. When you say natural law, that's something you've studied for six or seven years. Like, what exactly is natural law and how can, how do we not know about it or did we know about it and forget? And what can we do or where can we go and learn more about it? Well, I absolutely suggest Mark Passio's regular show that he has. Um, and you find it by just typing in Mark Passio and the show is called What on Earth is Happening? And also, I have just started a, a video series which is, you can find that um, with my name, Steve Wybrow, and it's called Navigating the Matrix with Natural Law Principles. So I'll be uploading a video every week now um, and they're going to be like one hour long where um, I'll be explaining things from the, uh, from the perspective of natural law and natural law it can be misunderstood you know and and it delves into the question of the nature of human beings you know and what is our nature nature versus nurture you know this whole discussion and what i want to say um how i want to start is that natural what you can you can contemplate the question what is natural law not and what it isn't is darwinism or social darwinism you know, that has nothing to do with natural law. This is not regarded as being the way, you know, we as a human species came to evolve in the theory of evolution. Natural law is um, a set of principles and it describes 
everything from the microcosmic level to the macrocosmic level and it can be known and these are based on principles on certain principles which are yeah there's it it, it will take you an, an entire lifetime you know you can study this and still um know more about it every single day doing research but natural law are universal laws they apply in the physical reality that we occupy and uh, according to these axioms they apply everywhere in the universe and these are spiritual laws and moral laws is it they, a religion it's not a religion because you can test it in the laboratory you can you uh, it's it's on a deep level it's actually a science because all of these principles uh, are right and in operation because you cannot disprove them. You cannot disprove the principle of causality, for example, that everything is based on cause and effect. To every effect that we experience, there has been a cause. To the seed that we've planted in a garden, you get the plant from that because of the seed that you planted in there, which had all the information uh, contained to make it the plant that it is. You know, And also uh, the principle of um, rhythm, for example, or the principle of vibration. These all things, these principles can be tested out in a laboratory also. And we see this with quantum, uh, with quantum physics, um, which delves into the particle level and the, the waveform function of everything in existence. And the quantum theory, uh, the uh, quantum mechanics is uh, a field of science that's um, that corresponds with natural law principles, and it's also um, also Eastern mysticism, and that's where where you can where you can see that uh, natural law has always been um, around, but in the Western world especially, it's been hidden. Um, it's hidden knowledge. Well, it was it was kind of made illegal. Like mysticism and mystics. We've done episodes on uh, Alistair Crowley and. Um, Helena Blavatsky and, and and the Theosophical Society. Um, you're talking about quantum physics, like we've done episodes on uh, um, simulation theory and uh, psychedelics and these kind of experiments, like the double slit experiment, where you know matter has no direct will without somebody else watching or put, put, uh, putting their will on it externally. So like uh, a proton will go through the double slits and land in five different places when no one's looking, but when someone is looking, it has to become like an actual thing. So the will of the person or the, the even the, the act of observation changes the outcome or whatever. So I get it about natural law, but it's one of those terms, Steve, that like you hear it and it sounds so benign. It's like natural law, you know, a seed becomes a plant because, you know, the, the digital information that's locked in the in the DNA of the seed makes it grow and look identical to every single other plant. You know, like if you have a, 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 a brown dog and it fucks a white dog, they're going to have brown and white puppies. Like it's this kind of, like it's biology, but it's natural law has a, I don't know, there's like a, there's like a, a kind of a voodoo mystic kind of hoo-ha like hash smoke and the long woolly jumpers and dreads and you know this kind of weird hippie vibes around her it's like it's natural law yeah. man you know like the the <laughs> the snake that eats its tail and you know the, that thing dies so another thing may live and you know we go back into the ground to feed the trees and shit like you could go that way on it <laughs> 
I don't think you're that type of dude. Like you're looking at it way more pragmatically and way more scientifically. There's things about natural law that you mentioned there that are de- demonstra- demonstrable like uh, um, aspects of biology and science. But there's other things around natural law like the laws of attraction or the laws of uh, will, the laws of, uh, you know, vibration. For example, music is supposed to be at like 434 hertz and it's all played at 440. Like it's just slightly dissonant and it's being used to control uh, people across the board. Uh, and we'll talk more about frequencies and stuff when we talk about 5G in a little while. It's a similar t- type of, um, you know, underlying control mechanism. When you talk about natural law, it seems so benign. It's like natural law, man. Like, what are the hard, like, what are the hard and fast truths around natural law that are demonstrable for somebody who's just like, ah, that's a lot of fucking hippies in a field, man. Listening mm. to Mogwai. Like, yeah, absolutely. What, and th- what could natural law be? Like, how could we use it? And why is it taken from us? Like, you, they were burning witches in the 1600s, 1700s because it was people practicing natural law. Uh, it wasn't like Roman Catholic or, or Church of England uh, mm. re- religious epithets and religious doctrine and dogma. These people were practicing what now is considered just blanketedly pagan. Do you know, Alistair Crowley was being, bringing some poor lad out into the desert and he was fu- get, fucking the arse off him until the young lad was like, I can't do it anymore. And Alistair Crowley's like, I need to come a hundred times this weekend so that I can like achieve some sort of a, a like a sense of psych- psychological nirvana, so I can get over this thing. He was like, "Shut up, shut up! It's magic!" Like riding this poor young lad in the arse, and are uh, are getting some woman to like wank him into infinity. Did you ever hear those stories of Alistair Crowley where sex magic, and he was using this thing to crack the the universal code, where to keep him awake for five days, just like pulling his, pulling him off the whole time? And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Mm. So it's either like natural law seems to be a real benign term that's like, "Oh yeah, man, it's cool." Like, it's, it let's mm. everyone love each other. Or you think of fucking, you know, like some weird satanic sex magic stuff. So uh, describe like the actual things that people can know about natural law, like you can put your hand on. Well, that's really interesting what you're saying, you know, it, that it's associated, you know, oh, natural law, you know, peace, man, you know, mm. and associated with hippies. It's the same with the term esoterics. Mm. It's the same with the term spirituality, you know, and, and there is a reason, you know, <laughs> <laughs> well. they don't. They don't. They don't want you to know about this, okay? I have a, I have a, a, a deep respect for this knowledge, also, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm grateful every single day that this is what I'm, what I'm here to do, you know, uh, and I, I just, I just love delving deeper into it, you know, and it, there, it has a reason why as soon as people hear esoterics, they're like, oh, that's a whole of bollocks you know it's yeah, nonsense that's when actually esoterics from its etymological roots just means within and esoteric oh. and exoteric is exoteric is what people are enslaved by their entire life without even knowing it and they are enslaved by it because they never actually go into the esoteric which means to go within they're only dominated by what they see in the outside Everything in the outset, the latest news and doing research and all that, you know, and they they gather all this information, you know, and all these different narratives that are going on, like, for example, the the narrative on the coronavirus right now, you know, this deadly virus, you know, this and I have to behave like that. It's all narrative driven by the outside world, by controlled media, you know, and it makes them behave in a certain way now. 
I feel if I wasn't concentrating as much as I am on on trying to get the information and t- and like I'm very well practiced in like having my own thoughts and trying to you know uh, think things out properly to take in all the information i feel if i even let myself go a small bit lately that if i even took my if i took my foot off the pedal for even a minute that the general kind of like atmosphere of information that's going around amongst everybody there's like a subconscious uh, uh like very evident fear even when you're passing someone on the street nobody makes eye contact there's no like um there's no verbal thing of like oh we have to stay apart we can't touch or interact and everyone is just like obeying and staying very separate because we've all taken this like social contract we've all taken this thing of like okay well i know what i'm supposed to do and you know what you're supposed to do and it's it feels like if you, if you let go for a second the propaganda will get right into you do you know because it's everywhere it's on every news it's on every news station every tv show uh, every website twitter facebook all of these things like it's just like this 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 there's a real concerted effort and I can feel people succumbing to it right now. Is that, that, that's one of the two you said for natural law, you can see what it isn't like. That's one of the tools of control. They're using that natural law of all of us being connected as one against exactly. us. Right. They use that and they use the, the principle of energy flows where attention goes and they want all the attention on the fear and the propaganda, you know, that there's this deadly virus and all that. And that's what people then manifest. That's what they're playing all the time. And what I mean with the exoteric and esoteric is that people are, uh, are ruled and they are controlled by the exoteric because they only believe what they hear in the media and they only believe what is happening outside of them. And a lot of people have lost touch with their inside, you know, they're only taking on information, you know, and that's, this is one of the, the main principles I focus on in natural law, which is the principle of the Trinity, you know, and most people stay stuck in the first level of the Trinity, which is information input. Okay. They input information and they never actually process that information. Why? Because processing that information would be the second phase of the Trinity, you know, where you process it and you actually question the information that you have you know you filtering things out well that doesn't really make sense when i've just heard that you know and you're sort of filtering the information out and you're processing the information and the whole thing ends with the output phase you know input processing and output that's an application of the trinity and more in in computer terms and uh most people, they only stay at the first level, which is just information input. It's like only breathing in all the time, you know, and not breathing out. Yeah. And they're just overloaded, you know. And then what happens a lot, you know, they, they, they listen to interviews, you know, and find out um, about 5G, for example. And then they always want solutions, you know. Well, what's the solution? Now, what should I do? What should I do? Well, you get to the solutions when you complete the Trinity, you know, when you actually process that information. And uh, yeah, that's that's one of the principles how you can apply natural law because real power, you know, this is what I go into my, my podcast is to ask basic questions. Where does power even come from? Like a little child. That's this politician, you know, why should I follow his rules? You know, he's just another guy. He's got a suit on. You know, where does power actually come from? And we've got we've got the saying, you know, where knowledge is power. You know, mm. but I would go one step further, where when you understand the Trinity, is that actually what is power is the application of knowledge. 
when you actually do um when when you apply the knowledge that you've gained in the real world you know that's where things change that's why i say in my podcast all the time you know i'm here to make mistakes because that's the number one way that i learn you know one of the gnostic uh, principles is i only teach what i learn and there's a reason, for example, why the school system is set up. I, I, was, uh, um, I was at the University of Vienna to become a teacher for mathematics and history. And at school, you learn not to make mistakes, you know, and reduce the level of mistakes that you make. Because when you make too many mistakes, you know, you get punished. Yeah. So it's exactly inverted to the natural processes of how we, as a human being, actually learn, learning through mistakes and Problems only happen when you don't learn from mistakes, you know, but it's important to make mistakes. That's why I find it great, you know, what you said in the beginning, that is actually the application of uh, that principle. You know, you just go for it, you know, and you try new things, you know. A lot of that stuff resonates with the way I think about how the world works, you know, and, and I talk a lot about it on the show. We, you know, I try to um, examine the certain topics, like the factual topics, you know, historical events, but we look at it with a different point of view, you know, such and such a thing happened, maybe this, maybe that, Some like Bobby Kennedy, there was so much stuff around him, like the darkness around him and the darkness of the history, the death of his brother and all this stuff. It was almost inevitable that somebody would also assassinate him. Like it was inevitable. And when you look back and you're like, yeah, that was always going to happen. Like the, the, there was no way he could ever, just th that as a, as a first example, when I watched that, uh, a video of him in the hotel in California giving the speech and you're like that motherfucker is dead um, mm. it's just like applying those rules to how you operate so like the, in the intake of information the processing and the output when I'm researching for an episode I go into like input mode and I have like 200 tabs open. I'm watching five documentaries at the same time. I'm reading three books. I'm like ringing lads up and going, come here, remember that thing you told me about? Tell me that story again. And I just in, 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 in. And then I'd take like two days break and I'd sit around and I'd sleep and I'd, you know, play computer games or I'd, I'd just have loads of lie downs and just be thinking and thinking. And then it comes to recording day and I'm like, boom, I got it. I have the answers. It's all processed. It's all kind of mulched up but it's so hard thinking it's like when you're rendering out a video on your computer like my brain is warm <laughs> from, all, from all the thinking so i think a lot of people they don't want that to enact the labor of trying to process some of the fucking craziest like the last five ten years has been the craziest for informational overload between the internet fake news you know all the stuff with the, the presidential election you know how, how the stress of having donald trump in uh, you know in the white house for a lot of people like there's so much stuff going on news has become like ubiquitously uh subjective and non-factual um the rise and rise of the internet and public created media has left so many more sources of information which fragments a person's ability to be able to discern fact from opinion or you know truth from a bias like truth is very very difficult to find now in the way that it used to be so people would search for truth they'd watch the news and they there was a social or they'd read a paper and there was a social contract that says what we're telling you is the truth it's just the facts and the truth and people would go hmm okay and they'd take it in and there was a habit of taking it in they'd input all that stuff they'd think about how they felt about it and they're like i like it or i don't like that and now the input that they're putting in it's like putting like bad 
gasoline into like a really expensive sports car. Like we were all really expensive sports cars and they're putting shit petrol in us because it's all subjective, emotionally charged, uh, you know, personality based news that's filling up all the bits in our heads. I think a lot of people are into that chewing gum of the brain. They're into that like I want my I want my thoughts pre digested. Tell me how to think. And I'll just go around repeating that stuff. They never process, they never ask. And none of them are ever teaching each other. No one's talking about this stuff. Like the fans of this show obviously are, and I'm talking about people who may never listen to this broadcast ever. But there's an there's a responsibility for people to try and dig out their own information. And I can see you're talking about like the they. We'll talk about them in a second. But the they that we always talk about on our show, this dark cabal of people who want to have control, who have a knowledge that they've deleted from the rest of us. They've kept that knowledge alive. They know what it is and how it works. And they've been using it to stay, to be like whatever, 108 years old and, uh, you know, end up like with billions and billions of dollars and they have to k- kill babies for fun or whatever. But the fact that, that the point they're trying to make is that like, you were saying the Trinity is input processing and output people are stuck on input because they want to be told how to think it's come to the point now where people are like i'm actually too tired from my job and from life and from all of these things that i'm supposed to be and i want to have a part in like the rest of society and see the outside world through the television but i haven't got the time nor the energy to process all that because it's so emotionally charged it's so difficult to deal with it's so fucking you know heavy just give me like Big Bang Theory. Give me, give me the Kardashians. I'll just take it in, and it'll just be so. Give me football, and I'll just go and I'll talk about the man kicked the ball and he ran, and then he, another man kicked it, and I remember those facts, and it means that I can talk to somebody else about it, and they'll understand. But no one's getting into this like, man, do you ever see a fucking color and then think nobody, nobody else can see that color, and you're like, you just see it as the way you see it. But somebody else might think it's a different color, but you both call it the same thing. Do you ever think that? <laughs> like, no one's having those conversations on a bus. It's all like, did you watch the match? Yeah. Wait, what was Wenger thinking? Like, it was, you know, it's all very superficial stuff. A lot of people have got, like, very superficial of late. So with natural law, the Trinity as well, it sounds to me uh, very much like traditional uh, Christian religion. Maybe a lot of these natural law principles were ported into traditional religions. Uh, to ease the transition from this pagan background into a more controlled and a more dogmatic religion. Would that be the case? Absolutely. That is exactly the case. So with religion, because the Trinity comes up, you know, a lot in the the Christian religion, obviously, uh, and it has been, that's exactly an example when esoteric, concept a principle which is fundamental you know all good things come in threes we also Mm. say you know and there's also this quote from tesla when you want to understand the secret of the universe look at the sequence 369 this is a a quote you know where i i've been using this quote the last two years researching only that one quote because it's so deep you know and there's a perfect example well, before that, before we go into that, okay. the interest, uh, this is exactly the example of religion being an exoteric uh, concept. You know, yeah. it's exoteric religion. You know, they use a principle and then they apply names to it. 
you know and then you've got uh this uh, god uh, this trinity in christianity with uh, joseph and maria had son jesus for example um applied as a as a trinity and what it actually and, and just to translate that you know in esoteric terms would be joseph the male principle which is thought being coupled with the female principle, male and female in balance, you know, because that's a principle of natural law is the principle of gender. And those two, the male and the female component, the thought and the emotion together complete the trinity through the action, you know. So the child the is thought, the action, the son is the action. The son is the action, right. a new thing created in the real world. Exactly. That's so the father... The father is the thought. He is the, the and the word was God, and God was the word, and he's he said yes. his own name and became a thing. I, yeah, I, I exactly. Descartes. I, I, I think therefore I am. So the man is mired in thought, and the woman is yeah. emotion, and she's yeah. the the feeling, the natural part, like the earth, the the womb, the exactly. physical. Uh, so if you think about it like on a on a natural level, it's like the sperm is like. Uh, a, a, a program, a computer program, a USB key with a load of data that then gets put into a, a, a something like a, a something to grow it, so it's able to reproduce and grow. Hmm. A thought is mixed with something physical, and the answer becomes the child. That's a very yeah. cool way to look at it, I guess. Absolutely, and there you've got a principle. And instead of, and this is what I, uh, which is one of the basics that are fundamental to my work is to not tell people what to think. That is exactly the very cause why we came into this problem. That's the causal level of why we find ourselves in a situation where we are ruled by psychopaths, by following other people and see what they think. I can, I, can, I listen to a lot of people, you know, and I get inspiration from people. And that's what I say at the beginning of my shows. I say, Try and be aware of which thoughts come to your mind as you're watching what I'm saying. That's where you see what unique contribution you have to make. I needed 10 years to find this out. I was only listening to other people and, oh, yeah, he's, he's speaking the truth quite often. Oh, and that's very interesting. But it took me 10 years to actually find out what is my unique contribution to give. And that's what I try to give to people is to actually share the, the toolbox of how we actually think. Yeah. How we actually gain knowledge and, and have a deep connection with ourselves again, where we don't have to believe, because belief is the enemy of knowledge. And explain, uh, explain that a bit more. That that sounds like something that you'd see on a on a postcard <laughs> from from like from like India. You know, belief is the enemy of knowledge. You must let yourself go. Let like a twig <laughs> in a stream, huh? <laughs> let the water ride you go wherever it go be you know let's go on the, it's a river that's a really long postcard but you know what i'm saying belief is the enemy of knowledge how, how so because when i i need to believe something you know then i'm only in my head you know oh I've, I've heard this fact you know and this has to be right whereas the path of knowledge is that every single information that you take on can always be deleted at any point you know you don't have to believe anything it's just as you say you know be the water you know be like the water be flexible this is uh, a fundamental of fundamental importance when you really are interested in truth because what i also realized uh 
researched in some years now is that a lot of people are not actually interested in the truth. I was interested in it since the very beginning, since 2009, since I've been on this journey of truth discovery, I had to realize that a lot of people were not interested in the truth. You know, a lot of people are only interested in being supported and have their own belief systems regurgitated. Yeah. And when has it ever been any different though? Like when was the last time humanity had like a truly, you know, benevolent view of, of fact and information? I was watching, uh, I was watching, what was it? The video I was watching earlier on about, um, you know, ancient civilizations, which is one of my favorite things to, to research and look into. And like, you know, 10,000 years ago to have all these statues all over the world that are the fucking same. Same statues, same pyramids, same, you know, uh, rock formations with little nubs on them. Um, the same dude, like with a face and he has his hands crossed and he's made into a tube. And or there's like big giant heads with like, like African faces and they're in like South America and Canada and Africa and Russia. And you're like under 40 tons. Like how the, sh- how the fuck did that shit get there? Obviously that, civil- that age and civilization where everybody was super connected, we all think... That everyone was totally disconnected and, you know, wiping their arse with leaves and, and trying to get ants out of a log with a stick. Like, they were way more advanced in, in ways that we will never know. And that shit was lost. It was, it was shut down. It was uh, deleted from our collective consciousness. And now uh, we're shown... When you talk about stuff like this, I always think about, like, how Big Brother got to be so... Uh, famous so popular so beloved like putting 10 people in a house and we watch them and then like a voice comes from the sky and says today you will all do your exercises in your underwear if you don't do it you won't get any food and they're all like okay and then your one gets her tits out and she's all doing her exercises like it's so bizarre and we like as a as a human race we fucking loved that there's still big brother tv shows in like canada and brazil and all you know there's still going on people are like oh my god i love watching those people just do as they're told it's a really weird phenomenon uh not any weirder than feeding christians to lions but it's just a very like specific um mode of control or or a, a very specific example of this is how humans should be and then when they do all the things that they're told to do by the voice in the sky, they end up becoming famous. They end up becoming celebrities and they get all the things that the world promises, you know, riches and fame and men or women and drugs and all the things that they want because they did what they were told. And there's a subconscious message that they're telling us all that it's like, if you just do what you're told, you get that too. So like, that's what I'm saying. Are they using like the modern terms or the modern tools to make us act in a certain way? to take away our memories to take away what we feel is like connection you're talking about natural law that's the thing that we all should know about from kids we know that we shouldn't be blindly accepting authority we fight back i don't want to go to bed like this is i want to have autonomy i want to have individuality we're put into an industrialized school system we're told you know you can't make mistakes be here on time you go you go in at nine you go home at five it's like there's a certain set it seems to be that the natural way of living has been usurped for somebody's gain. Who are these people and what do they want? 
Yeah, exactly. It's the most simplest of knowledge. You know, it's it's quite incredible. It's the the thing that's right in front of you, but you don't see it. You know, that's the the sort of understanding that you get. You know, you reap what you sow. You know, <laughs> simple concepts like that, and yeah. that authority is only a claim, and that you really need to question that. You know, and who these people are are dark occultists. They're a, a priest class. You know, they create narratives that are disempowering to human beings and uh, brainwash them their entire lives into seeing themselves as being valueless and that they can't create any change, that they can't affect things. When And uh, they use this because to have, to have a, a, a playing field, you know, where they dominate, they don't give you it's it's a game of chess you can you can symbolize this life you know it's a game of chess and they don't give you the rules of the game they give you the rules of another game you know and we're we're sitting there our entire life and we're thinking why are we getting so screwed over i'm work i've worked my entire life 45 years and now i end up with a pension of a thousand pounds and i can't even afford my 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 home you know i can't uh eat you know or or the electricity bill is um i, I can't afford for that month you know we're being screwed over and that's it's like but that comes at the end of the life and the the trick is to find out before that happens you know and really ask hard questions you know it's not it's not easy going down that path you know of wanting freedom you know it's very self-destructive actually is it's it not, is it not like trying to convince somebody to come off drugs like they love the drugs uh, yeah, they love exactly. how, the, how the drugs make them feel but more more often than not like with the more addictive ones like heroin and stuff like that it becomes your lifestyle mm -hmm. it becomes your identity and then you eventually it brings you to a point where if you did try to reintegrate and try and get you know there's very few people who are like at the at death's door uh addicted to heroin that can turn their lives around and then become like the ceo of a fortune 500 company like those are two very different life paths uh, mm. and there's no way the twain shall meet ever um mm. why why is it being sold to us in that way then why are we being told that this is the way we have to live life and why is why are more people not saying like it's not it's so easy to live for a lot of people to live the way we're living now which is head down do your thing you get a little bit of money you buy your food you do stuff that entertains you you fucking you know have a few smokes and a few drinks and you might get the ride and you just keep doing that until you know you're old <laughs> and everything kind of slows down and you stop doing those things as much and then you die like that seems depressing mm. but while they're doing mm. it it's so easy so they keep doing it like why pick that as the system of control it seems very benign it seems very um mm. simplistic yeah because it works it works and you give people a value system that suits you and this value system is rooted in materialism you know and mm not in uh in spiritual values and that's you know the thing that that's lacking in our world and that's why people laugh at you when you say i'm actually interested in spirituality and i tell you the most poisonous of things i've ever come across is the new age movement i tell you Go tell me. i do i do not agree one little bit with uh the sort of fake spirituality that is also put out by a lot of people in the new age movement there's also good things obviously but 
basic ideas like oh we're light workers you know and and let's go to the light and 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 oh don't look at the darkness you know because then you're giving it you energy and all that and i always say fuck that you know i want to know the truth and i really want to know what satanism really is that's what i i did i studied satanism for for years you know on a deep level to understand what 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 is really behind it okay and you can tell, tell us what that stuff what the, is because i'm very interested in like i i think like maybe my beliefs about luciferianism or about worship and satan are, are no. incorrect like i don't do it myself but I think that there is some sort of a value in looking into that uh, from the Crowleyan point of view. So tell us what you learned about Satanism. Well, and why you started it, first? It's it's the these elite bloodlines because it's bloodlines ruling this world, and they are into Satanism, and that's why I went deep into that and to understand what's going on there. A great source again for information on this topic is Mark Passier because he was in the Church of Satan himself and was a priest in there, and he got out of it. And Satanism, we, as I said, you know, we understand as worshiping some entity called Satan, but actually, it's also based on principles, and you're going to be shocked. You know what the four tenets of Satanism are? It's absolutely unbelievable. The number one tenant is heavy metal. Heavy metal music. No, it's not. It's not heavy metal music. It's a black leather. <laughs> no, it's not. It's nothing to do with that. It, it, I'm disappointed, man. It has nothing to do with that. So the number one tenant is ego gratification and ego gratification only. It's only about me, me, me. Right. That's that's the only thing that counts. It's me and my family and screw all the others. It doesn't matter. It's like Crowley says, then, do as thou wilt. It's like whatever you want to do, do that thing. Exactly. Right. And, okay. and the other, and do what do what thou wilt is the second tenet is uh, moral relativism. You know, that you decide what is right and what is wrong. And, oh, yeah, for him, that's that's his truth. You know, it's it's okay for him. So it's right for him and that we decide what is right and what is wrong. That's also a, a tenet of Satanism. Then the, the third tenet is social Darwinism. Explain that a little bit for those who don't know. Social Darwinism. Um, I'm just having to think myself, uh, if I know it off the cuff. Uh, social Darwinism. Um, Is it like wait, where, me, where, where it's like think, if, you, if you're not if you're not willing to adapt? Uh, oh yeah, no, I've got it. I've got it yeah. now. It's it's and, and we we experience this as we are speaking right now, and that's what I'm what I'm leading towards is uh, collectivism. You know, yeah. you're not allowed to have a different opinion because you're a bad person when yeah. you don't believe there's this deadly virus and you're gonna and that's social darwinism the individual the value of the individual is uh has no value you know and you subordinate yourself to the will of your environment of the collective you know it's uh like the board for mind control yeah social assimilation and stuff like that social assimilation exactly that's social darwinism and those three combined when the mindset is like that always leads to the fourth tenet of satanism and that's uh, eugenics. That's a tenet of Satanism? That's a tenet of Satanism, yeah. Everything when these mindsets, and you have to get the people to think in these mindsets. And when you think about it, ego, ego gratification. Well, my life is most important, and I only care about me and myself. Then you have moral relativism. Well, I decide what is right and wrong, you know. I have my truth, you have your truth. No, you only have the perception of the truth. You 
truth is something that is absolutely independent of your perspective. It exists independently of you, and you don't decide what is right and what is wrong. You know, then you have uh, the social Darwinism where you subordinate to the will of the collective and the individual doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you have a different opinion on the coronavirus. You know, you're a bad person when you don't think the way the government wants you to think and eugenics. And then you realize that this entire society, the way it's structured from its mindset is satanic. It's absolutely satanic. So those four things that you've described, they sound like... If I was to take them on in, into my, I, I'm trying to do this fast processing thing when I have, inf- you know, information put into my head. So like the first part comes out like um, ego, right? You, you're satisfying the the age, the, the, the base needs. I want to fuck something. I want to, you know, I want to be loved and adored and I want to be famous. And I want to be cool and I want to get clout and I want to get notice and I want to get attention I want to get people at me I want to take other people's energy by them looking at me doing the thing and it seems like everything in society is built towards that now where that energy is being you know created in this huge engine like everyone from like 10 11 12 years of of age they're all on TikTok they're all on Instagram they're all on this stuff trying to go like look at me look at me look at me look at me so there's a whole a whole industry built around cultivating the addiction to feeding the ego. And then the second part mm. is moral relativism. In that, it means that you can do anything to get that attention. You can mm. do anything to feed. So it's like a kind of a, a, a trickle down uh, Satanomics, let's, talk, let's call it. So you have like, I, I, I'm addicted. I'm a, it's a drug. I'm addicted to people feeding my ego. And I and the second part, moral relativism. I will do anything to have that drug, to have those people look at me. So, like the likes of these guys on YouTube that are fucking making pranks, like, and it's very like doing pranks, but like real, they're crimes. They're fucking sex crimes, going up to people and like sharking, like pulling down their tops, or do you know, like uh, uh, one of the lads, he he showed a dead body in the Japanese forest. And he, like, there was whole, this whole big thing, and he had to do loads of apologies. And everybody was like, he does not give a fuck. He's a, he's a psychopath. He doesn't give a fuck that he showed a dead body hanging from a tree. Someone who committed suicide in the suicide forest in Japan. Everybody watched that and, and knew straight away he did that because he knew that everyone in the world would be talking about him after it. So that moral relativism. The third part, the social Darwinism, if you don't agree with how I'm doing that, you're out you're out of the gang. And then when they find a whole bunch of people who are out of the gang, they use eugenics to just kill them. So it's kind of like a a, 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 a conveyor belt of um, hegemony of thought where not, not dissimilar to, you know, Christianity, not dissimilar to Judaism or Islam, somebody at the top with the biggest ego and the biggest uh, will to do whatever the fuck they can do to get their ego to be the biggest. They're the ones that make the rules, it seems. You know, Anton LaVey was like the king shit of fuck mountain when it came to Satanism and the Church of Satan. It seems that he kind of wrote the rules. Whatever his, you know, highest bar for debauchery was, that was everybody else's bar. If you're not up to that bar, you're out. Hmm. So, like, who, who makes the rules then? Who gets to be the leader? Because if you're in it, and you're doing all this weird shit. Like, obviously, we're talking about Satanism, like, in a in a practice of people who want to 
I don't know, uh, keep people in the basement as sex slaves or um, do like dodgy business deals and, you know, t- steal money off of like children who, who are orphans in Haiti after the earthquake. And they're just like, ah, yeah, well, that money, like, fuck it. We'll just use, manipulate people's emotions to get a bunch of money and we'll just steal that money and fuck those kids. Do you know? Who who is at the top of this pyramid that is using that system of control? Then, yeah, who's behind it? It's basically on the level that we can that we can see the character traits uh, to get into positions of real power. Where you, and those people who are running the show are in the shadows. You know, you don't see these people. And but where do they come from? Know, how do they find those positions of power? How how come we how come they're not being outed publicly now with all this stuff going on? Well, everything's being labeled a conspiracy theory, you know, and that's the the label term that you shouldn't question these things, and uh, that's well, basically, what's what's driving this is a level of psychopathy, and you only get into the club when you are. One hundred percent a psychopath, like on the highest levels of what's driving this control system, and it's what what's controlling that. You know, is something that I would strongly recommend is not human, because I, me personally, as a human being, and I I value humanity. You know, the goodness that is inside our our species, also as well as the the badness that we can see every day. You know, there's there's uh, a lot of bad things also, but you can you can get a feel for the goodness of humanity, and that when you are a real human being, you know, you I, I would never be able to practice uh, levels of psychopathy like they do, you know. And what's driving it on that level? Uh, it's inhuman. Some of the hmm? stuff they do, like it's totally 100%. like that. Do you think that's where they get that? You know the queen is a lizard or you have these lizard people like they're trying to put this this thing this kind of uh, uh, nomenclature on these people to go like nah man they're fucking lizard aliens like there's no way that they could be people they could never do that stuff if they were normal people do you think it's actually that they're lizards or that they're just like so abnormally uh, inhuman that people don't recognize them as people well, we we don't know on this level that we can see. We 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 can never see that level, but um, you can get a feeling for that. I personally, yeah. I've had experiences also with with that level of the control system. I have had experiences myself. Tell us with what we. Well, it's uh, <laughs> you know you. I, I, I'm in a position where I'm an independent researcher and I, I do things from a perspective where I just want to find out, you know, what's going on here. And the, le- the perspective where I'm coming from is that the only thing that we can see is such a tiny bit of what exists, you know, when it comes to frequencies, you know, but we can see the, the, the spectrum of visible light. That's the only thing we can see because it's only the colors, you know, that reflect visible light. The rods and, and cones in our eyes that. and all that stuff. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And, and that's just, that's the truth, you know. We can't see everything there is, you know. You can't see Wi-Fi, you know, you can't see X-ray and all that. It's beyond our visual, visual perception. So it's, it's just, it seems absolutely ridiculous to say that the queen's a lizard. 
You know, obviously she looks like a human being, but what's driving the behavior of her? And this theme of possession, you know, is ancient. You know, there is, yeah, there's um, an- these ancient concepts, and where you just ask, you know, what is really driving this behavior of that human being, and what was the exorcist all about? You know, is that is that possible? You know, I, me personally, I've I've not seen any. Well, actually, I have seen something like that. I have experienced something like that. But with an actual entity, I have had experiences. And that was before I got involved in the 5G movement, <laughs> funnily enough. So t- and t- let's, let's, go back, let's go back to the entities. So we did, a, we did an episode on David Icke, and we talk about the Gnostic Gospels and the, the Archons and the predictions of these you know, ancient um, consciousnessless beings, these uh, aphysical what would you call them demons uh we did it in the ghosts revisited episode we talked about all the different uh, uh religions and their belief in in the opposite of angels so like the jinn or genie that the, that's in islam um christians and catholics have demons from hell um you know, the gnostics had the archons there's loads of these in every religion and every you know civilization and every belief system there's a, a binary there's like the white good angels and then there's like the dark you know mm. uh, 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 greedy demons and they always seem to have somehow human traits mm. so you're talking about like oh he's as good as a, he's an angel like he he's benevolent he loves people he 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 acts selflessly he helps without being asked you know he gives everything away is you know this kind of like buddha or gandhi or you know jesus like zarathustran character that's like selfless and and gives up his own life to save us and then the other the demons have the 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 negative aspects of of a human personality like selfishness and greed and hatred and bigotry and you Mm. know uh, uh, lust and all of these like uh, emotions that are seen as sins in natural law are all of those things equal and accepted or are some things like shunned away from are not allowed uh, in satanism obviously you're pointed towards all of the things that are like base and it's all about like sex magic and it's all about uh you know overindulgence and all this stuff you're talking about these demons these entities do you believe that they're real is that what's happening in behind the scenes are we being puppeted by a bunch of like weird cranky demon ghosts well it's a very real possibility because I think the agenda, when you know the agenda that's happening on this planet right now, and when you when you study where where they where these elites want to take us, you see that they have no interest in humanity whatsoever and us progressing, you know. And actually, in 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 natural law terms, this um, when 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 you look at it from the perspective of natural law, it's you can use the quote from Tesla, for example. You know that uh, everything is basically energy, frequency, and vibration. Right. That's how you look at the the universe. You don't see it as dead matter. You know how our scientism, religion, our religion looks at it, but actually energy, frequency, and vibration. And that's where I get a, a better concept of uh, these entities. You know, or, or something that we call Satan. You know, when you go on the energetic level, and there is two ways how energy can how energy manifests you know in from this perspective it either you know because energy also in the body it just thro- flows through the body you know through these electric circuits 
that we've also got. You know, the the brain is electrically, the whole body system and the cell structure, it all communicates electrically and also magnetically, the two main forces of creation, electrum, uh, um, um, electronics and magnetism. You know, electronics being the male principle in that and magnetism being, again, the female principle of that. And to get a better concept of it, energy, if it flows, energy flows, you know, and it's in harmony. And in uh, natural law terms, this will be called evolution and syntropy. That's where things evolve when when energy can flow when it can prosper you know when I'm in this uh, when I'm in the zone for example and I'm like really good at what I'm doing right now and things just work and that's where the energy flows you know and everything that's how creation moves fo- forward you know and 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 creation wants to create new things and all that and and it's based on the imagination you know we create what we can imagine that's the force of syntropy which we also get the word, um, um, uh, you know, symbiotic relationships from, you know, where we work in symbiosis instead of working against each other. And that's why we're being taken always to work against each other. And that's when energy doesn't flow and it stops at a certain point, when things become static and you hold things back, that's where you get not syntropy, but entropy. Mm. You know, and things involute and you get involution instead of evolution, you know. And this can also be symbolized, these two um, energetic concepts can also be symbolized in numbers because there's only two numbers, you know, in decimal system that are similar to each other. It's only two numbers and it's the six and the nine. Three, six, nine, as we said before. Mm. Three being the trinity and six and nine. And they are both similar to each other, but the one is an inversion of the other. Now, the six, 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 which we get a lot, you know, when we deal with this control system and Satanism, the six, 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 the six draws you in. It involutes on itself when you draw it. It involutes and goes inside of itself, whereas the nine takes you out of that circle. And when you put the two together, the six and the nine, you get the paragraph for law. You know, these are the sort of things, the basic, the concepts, you know, that I try and put together and really find out, like asking base questions. Why is the symbol of law, the paragraph like that? Why does it have a six and a nine in it? And see things on an energetic level, you know, that's what an occultist does. He doesn't see matter, but he sees everything in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. And then I'm not dealing with having to believe if these entities exist, but I can see it on an energetic level. You can see they the effects. Make... Like you can't see the wind, but you can see the, the trees moving. Exactly, and that's why they co- they they create statism, states nation states because everything's static that's why they want to create a system of total control called technocracy where everything's measured and everything is known that's static wanting to make everything known wanting to measure everything wanting to know everything that we do you know that's a reason because it's involution that's satanic you know wanting to make everything known whereas evolution is it progresses in the moment, you know, you get inspiration, you know, it, and, 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 and you create things in and move forward in, invo- in evolution, in syntropy, and uh, connect to the symbiotic force. 
life force energy. In our research, we found that these archons, these shaitan, these jinn, these genie, these, uh, are, uh, uh, what are they called in Scientology? The orgones. What are, no, what are they called? The, the demons that live inside of us uh, and make us do terrible things. Those guys, those things can't experience life subjectively. They can't, you know, experience time as a, a, the way we do, linearly. They can't experience emotion. They can't feel anything. They also can't make anything. They also can't create anything. And the fact that they can't create, they can only experience or exist in whatever time it is for us now. They're very, they're very jealous of how we live as human beings. So what they want to do is make us the same as them instead of, uh, and that's a really like selfish thing. That's why they're called demons, I guess. Uh, they want us to stop. They want us to not create. They want us to involute. They're trying to make us all more similar to them. Is that kind of the underlying thing? I'm hearing from natural law, it sounds like it's very similar to other different ways I've heard it described, where instead of allowing creation and allowing like, uh, you know, the laws of the universe, if you, if you are the laws of attraction, if you're saying, you know, I think that this thing will happen, I'm going to hope, I'm going to put the energy out there and I'm going to watch out for signs that the universe is going to give me so that I can reciprocate, I'll end up creating something and making something. Um, they can't create anything, so they try to take that ability away from us. Is that is that am I on the right lines? One hundred percent, exactly. Assimilation, and they can't create. They have to make us create it, and not be aware of how we create reality. That's the so, big issue. So they're they're like uh, the guy that's working in the, the. He's the manager of the iPhone factory, and he has everybody making the iPhones so that he can sell it to make money. But he can't let any one factory worker know how the whole iphone is made so he separates them all into different sections and goes okay you guys are making the screen you guys are making the camera you're making the the buttons you guys are making the speakers and everybody knows their own bit but they don't know they can't see the whole picture so no one can go well fuck if we just get rid of him we can all make iphones together and we can keep the money is that is that is that what that's a wonderful description that's a wonderful description yes. this is exactly what it is this finally is exactly an interruption that worked fuck right we get, <laughs> we're getting there perfect we're getting wonderful there. yeah thanks for that example it's perfect and the funny thing is also when once you put that whole picture together uh or in the process of putting the picture together then you're called a conspiracy theorist because you have to have studied 10 plus subjects at yeah. university and have all these degrees to be able to put all of those dots together whereas you can um understand the principles behind it you know and you know and 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 deductively just go from one to the next to the next and just find out that's why this entire system is so strictly compartmentalized they don't so, want you to know the big picture so who are who are the people because i want to talk about satan because i think satan gets a bad rap we we'll talk about that in a second right that's true i want to talk about like why are the people in charge the people that the demons decided to allowed to be their puppets or how did those people did they like invoke those demons to say like i i am i am but a human but i have the ego that wants to take over the world and i've no uh you know i've no guilt or i'm like a psychopath so i don't mind doing whatever you want as long as you give me the thing that will feed my ego like are they calling down the powers of these demons and the demons are like oh my god that bush family 
their souls are delicious. We're only eating like a little bit at a time and they live till they're like a hundred. But fuck me, they do run a good country and they just jump into these people. They find these families, they find these certain groups of people and they're like, oh, that Lady Gaga, she her soul is delicious, man. She'll do whatever we want, you know, this kind of stuff. Is that what's happening? Are they invoking the powers of these demons? And then the payoff is that they get to live the lavish life in the physical world while the demon gets to live off whatever the fear and pain that that person creates in the emotional unseeable world is that the is that the payoff there's like a there's like a transactional thing there between the demon and the human they control is that right yeah i'm just trying to figure it i'm just trying to figure it out like and it's on the base level it, it has to do with uh compromising you know that's why in the music industry you know they have to sign contracts you know with their blood and mm. you're basically the possession of the industry Selling you know, soul, whenever yeah. you go against whenever you go yeah mark devlin has done some brilliant work on that i've just read two of his books uh which i actually bought at the open minds conference and they yeah. blew my mind away yeah. really deep thoughts in there like really i i, I realized so many things about natural also because that's also something that mark goes into which um i found absolutely fantastic a unique researcher and uh yeah they have to make a compromise you know and they give over their uh their basically their whole life you know to live that role and that celebritism but they pay a huge price what's the price you read the books the when you read the books from mark devlin you know what a big price they pay you have no chance in your entire life to ever do what you want to do anymore you are told who you are allowed to hang out with and who you're not allowed to hang out with and it's uh, it's you're totally controlled and if you try to break out of that well we can't ask michael jackson you know <laughs> how that worked out yeah for example it's very difficult it's very controlled because again uh you the music industry also has to be controlled because imagine an artist you know imagine if it were free and some artists were really free and they wake up to this stuff and they make super hits you know talking about natural law and how we create reality and all that and suddenly millions of people are watching and like oh jesus christ you know like things would go so quickly yeah. things would catch up people would catch up and you want to take you <laughs> don't want to have that in there there's a you few people that, that. that this happened to there's a few people that's happened to and they're they're famous for one or two years like uh, unbelievably so and then the next thing there's a car crash or a drug overdose or there's a fucking you know somebody gets shot in the car or some shit happens you know nipsey hustle got shot standing outside that's of the shop because he was talking about some shit you know uh, what, what I want to say in this aspect is that um, you pay a high price to, you know, get to the top very quickly. Whereas, with, and this is also what I'm doing with, um, with my project, is I let it grow organically, you know. I just put it out there, you know. I do the work that I'm, that I want to do, and I let it grow organically, and then nothing can interfere with that. If you let things grow organically, the natural way, you know, no one is entitled. You know, when you understand these principles, there's actually no one in the outside world that can stop me except me myself. That's an un having an understanding of natural law. You do not blame anyone outside of you. I do not blame the elite for what's happening right now. I think it's a challenge for us to face, and this is how the real law of attraction works. When we've got that shit coming right now, you know, with all the devastation that's been caused through the coronavirus, you know, this fake pandemic, um, 
what the law of attraction applies to here, in my that's opinion, a very, is... That's a very loaded term, Stephen. You was like, yeah, go on, Corona, yeah. And you're like, this fake pandemic. I'm like, oh, shit. Okay, we're going to have to unpack that. Uh-huh. <laughs> go on, anyway. Well, it, it's just my opinion. I say from, from the research I've looked into, I, I you did, know, how, how yeah. these tests have been done and all that, etc. But what the point I wanted to make yeah. is that the situation we're facing right now, or any situation, the real law of attraction works in asking you, how strong is your willpower? You know, what we're being asked with right now, being in lockdown, house arrest, and you are guilty until proven innocent. They've yeah. inverted the whole thing right now. That's what's happening right now. You know, this is uh, uh, just a uh, uh, communism that we've been through right now. And you're not allowed to think any different at this moment. But what it's telling me, it's a challenge. This whole thing, this lockdown right now is a challenge asking us how strongly do you really want it? Well, it how sounds, strongly do you really want to be free? It sounds like what's happening is the four, the four tenets of Satanism, right? So we have the ego, Absolutely. which is the leaders of the world that are going stay inside wash your hands don't be touching people don't go out stay inside okay the moral relativism which is like uh no matter what uh happens we're going to do what we are going to do like vaccines we're going to yeah, crash the economy we're going to you know make trillions more dollars from the federal reserve and just give it to businesses and people to try and placate them so long as they're still obeying and then the four, the third one before eugenics is social darwinism yeah the social darwinism is like there's a load of people online going like how dare you go outside your house for a non-essential thing you are you are an asshole you are the worst scum (laughs) you're the worst type of people for walking outside more than two kilometers from your house you fucking dickhead and you're like whoa 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 like if you step outside the accepted behaviors it seems like you know um a kind of a social a social line cutting experiment where you have a hundred people in a line and the guy at the back is like, well, I just want to be at the front. And he just goes to the front. And if nobody in the line says, hey, motherfucker, get to the back, he just gets to be in front. But what's happening now is the whole line is primed because they're in such a position where they're like, we're, we're missing out. And we look at you walking around doing what you want to do, not paying attention to the to the recommendations. And we're jealous of you. So fuck you. And they're angry. They're charged. And the social Darwinism makes them like monkeys. Do you know what the way monkeys do? If a chimp starts misbehaving or he starts acting in a weird way, all the monkeys come together in a kind of a conference and they go, that motherfucker's got to go. And they just beat him to death. So that's what happened. Like people are getting socially beaten to death for stepping out of line. And eventually the eugenics part of Satanism, which is like, let's get rid of all the old people. Let's get rid of all the sick people. Let's get rid of all the weak people. Let's get rid of all the fat people. Let's get rid of all the people that have asthma and, you know, underlying diseases and cancer and HIV and, you know, all these other conditions that, make you immunocompromised it's just like yeah we just need to get rid of those people it sounds like a satanic experiment right whilst telling you that you have to stay at home to save the old people (laughs) yeah yeah but it's also feeding people's ego because they're staying at home going i'm just a good boy staying at home yeah and doing what i'm supposed to doing my duty um i see some memes and stuff you know like uh people getting off the boats at the, at the landing at the beaches at normandy and it's like doing their duty and then on the other side it's like a fat guy sitting on the couch watching the tv and it's like he's doing his duty too and you're like exactly. that's it, it's so it's so weird it's such a weird concept that we're all just going yeah we just stay in the house now i'm not saying staying in the house is a bad thing 
I, I'm, I'm taking, I, <laughs> I stay in the fucking house all the time anyway. My life hasn't changed one bit. Like, this is, I'm like, welcome to my world, motherfuckers. Like, this is how I live. Try watching, yeah. like, you know, four-hour documentaries on, on YouTube at 480p. Like, that's, that's, that's real suffering. You guys have Netflix and shit, Tiger King and all, right? So mm. people are people are starting to get used to living this way, and I think there'll be some changes. We'll talk about Corona and five G in a second, but I think there'll be some changes as to how society works. Um, Doctor Fauci, Donald Trump's advisor, is is saying like there there may never be such a thing as handshakes ever again. There's these kind of like grand uh, experiments which people are throwing out this stuff going, maybe we'll never ever touch a stranger or talk to anyone else ever again. And everyone's like, oh yeah, I've seen Demolition Man. I know what that's about. Three seashells, right? Like it's so fucking strange. And it's mm. and everyone's just going along with it. There's no, like I've seen, um, actually speaking of Mark Devlin, I saw he put up a, a poster where there's a bunch of people going to come together and protest against the lockdown. Like, the government are saying, get inside. And everyone's going, no, we're going to protest about being put inside. It's like, well, you'll all get coronavirus. And they're like, we don't care. And it's like, okay, we're going to change the laws, so we're going to fine you and arrest you all if you congregate. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's like Stalinist Russia. That's exactly mm. the rules that Stalin put in in Russia. Yeah. Where it's like groups mm. of more than five people, you'll be arrested and possibly fucking disappeared up the mountains. Do you know? Mm. Uh, I know it's for the greater good, and that kind of thing is underlying in my in my consciousness as i'm as i'm saying my conscience is going like man you can't be telling people just not to listen to and just go out and do what you like but at the same time i'm kind of like why are we all just like doing it why are we all doing it and not asking why we're not asking mm. for proof we're just believing the telly box do you know mm. the woman on the news it's it is weird isn't it that we're all just obeying it's totally weird However, I'm I'm not really surprised because people have been so conditioned, oh. and that's that it's not a big surprise. But I feel they've they've had the you know their time now of presenting this narrative and running with it, not showing any proof, not letting any other opinion uh, come to the forefront because that's not what they want. They only want to uh, keep the narrative at that, and what they're basically doing is perfectly um in perfect satanic alignment you know with their principles which is the principle of inversion they're inverting everything and they make what what they're trying in the long run is to make human beings look at themselves as only virus transmitting objects you know, right. virus transmitting beings you know that's how people view each other suddenly you know social distancing or keep your distance whereas oh man um, that's that's that, utter fucking melt in my head there like just thinking like the coronavirus is the new sin yeah like the way the christian or the catholic church would say like everybody was born into original sin and everybody that, you have sin in you and you need to repent all the time and you need to give tidings and like the fact that you're even alive is a bad thing because you came from a sinful... T and people would have to live yeah. with that and it sat in your shoulders, sat heavy. The responsibility of the soul that you were gifted into the body you have, like you weren't allowed to do dirty sex things or touch or think about sex or think about a woman. You weren't allowed to, to you know, eat meat on a Friday. All these weird arbitrary rules that were just like bullshit made up out, mm. of, a, out of a book. That fucking thirty lads wrote a hundred years after Jesus, after Jesus died, like bullshit, and we all just followed. All the Catholics just followed those fucking rules, you know. 
Good Friday, Easter Sunday, bless yourself, stand over if you pass a thing, do the stuff, walk under a ladder, touch your teeth, all these fucking weird rituals that we think are necessary or else their soul won't go to heaven. They're after swapping that sin, that guilt. Yeah. Now that you just said that, I'm like, oh, fuck, man. Vir- the coronavirus is the new, like, original sin that we've yeah, all been, the- we've all been, like, uh, you know, poisoned by and we can transmit to others. And if we don't take care of our own personal stuff, like every, we have to wash our hands. Instead of blessing yourself, you have to wash your hands everywhere you go, every time you go in. Do you know, you can't touch anybody, you can't look at anybody. It's like fucking... <laughs> You know, like the street, the the streets in Saudi Arabia, you can't look women in the eyes, and it's yeah. all like you have to stay away from me, not to touch anybody. Like that's fucked up that they just switched that on, and yeah. we're all preconditioned just to obey. That's mad. Well, well, people have been marinating in that soup through the climate change narrative for a long time. That's I have always said that the climate change narrative serves to make people look at themselves as. An, useless and as the ones destroying the planet and whereas actually it's satanists running the planet that want you to to the to assimilate you into their mindset you know into destruction and it's crazy you know it's 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 absolutely mind-bending but when you can realize that you just go to the next step and say i'm not going to put up with this but in a peaceful manner you see and when, when when you know clarity is freedom that's the beauty of it yeah. you know clarity is freedom and when you when you have a clear perspective that this is a regurgitation of uh, of religion and that yeah that you need to step into your personal power and and an understanding of the hermetic principles really help in that you know because number one what they write on pieces of paper is only their claim. Everything in the system is an offer. It doesn't apply until you buy it, you see? And I really go along with this um, notion that I will do whatever the hell I want to do and ask them for evidence, you know? I don't have to believe in the narrative that they serve. I don't have to. I've been given free will by creation and no one can ever dare to take that away from me. That's why I bet you, I bet you that doesn't it. work at the at the board and desk at the airport, though. <laughs> yeah, like, probably won't. Mr. Weibrow, can we won't. see your your passport, please? <laughs> um, I've been given a divine right to get on this plane, and no one can stop me. Yes, it will be difficult, but um, on on the airport, but in other situations, I, I would definitely just just go for it, you know, because that's what um, being anchored in your being is about you understand that principle no one can ever take that away from you and no matter what mind control they give you once you have seen you cannot unsee it yes sir that's the thing and that's the basics of authority you know you 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 don't have to because that's also the thing you don't apply pressure on others also because you always get the pressure back so you just stand in your sovereignty and just be calm and say i'm doing whatever i want to do because i don't believe in that you know personally i don't have to i don't have to and really move through with that and that's the thing you know a lot of people are also pissed off with all of this you know and it's about showing courage it's it's about showing courage here right now because that's what I see um, with the David Icke interview that just came out on London Real and that guy from London, whatever people think about David Icke, you know, mm. I strongly recommend that interview. But the guy from London Real really showed guts and courage 
to make him come on the show when Ofcom said that no one was allowed to the regulator, that no media outlet was allowed to speak about the connections between coronavirus and 5G. And that's the courage, you know, and once people see courage, it is addictive. I tell you, it's addictive as fuck because people are pissed off. They just don't know what they're pissed off about. The Satanists want to keep people in a state of confusion because then they believe. They believe because they are afraid of stepping out of uh, that majority thought mindset. Because you know? they can't create. They're afraid. Exactly. But when you are in your power and you don't, um, you don't impose anything on other beings and you just stand in your sovereignty and you show courage, you know, it is addictive. And that's why I see this whole thing turning round right now. They've had their time now in presenting their narrative. There's a lot of other views out there now. And uh, the sort of action I'm going to take, for example, is just put all of this together and just send that to the entire government, as I've already done in October, at Halloween, at the number one Satanist day. I send a notice of liability to all the representatives of, of the Austrian government. Okay, let's talk about that then. I felt like that. When, 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 when we met at the Open Minds Conference in Waterford, uh, you talked about this document that you had put together to send to the governments of the world. To, no, only the Austrian government. Well, the Austrian government, but, but it's a, it was a template for people to send it to their own country's government to explain what they're doing and to basically call them, hold them to task for their behavior and say, like, look, at, I see you, de dem like, you're demonstrating these things, you're doing these things, and their effects are this. Tell me why. Like, explain what your what your document is about and, and the kind of the, the mission behind it. Well, it was an approach that I just tried, you know, and it was uh, directed from a sense that, when I've when I, I wanted to do something in my power, you know, on the basis of liability, because I just thought, you know, you can't just get away with that, what what they're doing, and, and what are, what are they doing that they can't get away with? So just so, so we can be clear for people listening. Well, basically, in the system, for whatever action you take as a politician, you need to be secured. You need to have security, mm. actually, you know, in the system, because the system. Um, in which we live in right now with uh, the law, you know, and that you've got a parliament that passes the laws and all of that, it does have the principles that every action needs to be insured. Every one of them. In, now, in, in what way? That the system and the whole legitimacy of a government is to protect its citizen. That's the reason and the basis for the social, social contract in the first place right. is that you, uh, that you get security, you know, and the government secures you from foreign and, and so on and from threats, you know, and this, these actions that are being taken, you know, are not, Secured. That's the smoking gun in all of this, because no insurance company insures for the health effects of electromagnetic radiation. So we're talking about 5G. This is particularly 5G. towards 5G actions and what they're taking. This is towards 5G, but also right. all the other Gs before that. That's why you just, you know, you open a can of worms and then you just see this disastrous situation that you've got in front of you where you realize jesus christ since 1989 we've lost 90 percent of our insects you know 
Mm. What are we doing? What has been the infrastructure that has been put in place since then? And then you're thinking, ah, 2G, 1992. Interesting. <laughs> you know, what are these electromagnetic waves in the microwave spectrum? What are they doing to the natural world? You know, when, and that, that's based questions, you know, you, basic questions you need to ask when you've lost 90% of the insects and you've got a dying bee population, which is catastrophic. And both insects and bees are interacting with the Schumann resonance of the earth. You need to ask questions, you know, what is causing this? What has happened in the last 30 years? What infrastructure has been put in place that might have caused this? And then you see it's uh, telecommunication. So to summarize what I heard from you at the, the, the conference was you want to hold the Austrian government and any other country's government to task about installing electromagnetic, powerful electromagnetic telecommunications equipment that mm. will, you know, power our mobile phones, our internet connections, all of that kind of stuff in all the countries across the developed world and beyond uh you want to go to where they sit in their power and say look it you have to tell me why you're doing it how you're doing it who said you could do it is it safe can you guarantee that if it starts to go wrong you can undo it do you know the long-term ramifications of this and if, and this is a weird question, but like if a bunch of insurance companies and a bunch of scientists and a bunch of medical professionals are coming out now against 5G and saying that it is going to be catastrophically detrimental to the health of all the humans and a lot of the animals on the planet, how are you allowed to install that in all of these countries w with reckless abandon? How are you allowed to do that? and not have to answer to anybody. In your document, you're basically saying, show me where we said that you could do this, or what? What's the what's the outcome for you when you give this document to this government? That that's basically what it is, right? It's a it's a kind of who 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 said you could do this, motherfucker? Like it's that kind of a thing, right? Exactly. And making the clear point that who's taking responsibility for this, you know, basic questions, you know, when things go wrong, who's taking the responsibility for that? Inevitably, and when things go wrong, you're, 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 you're exactly. totally self-assured, like you absolutely know that when they switch 5G on globally, it's going to be a shitstorm. Yeah, and the heart of the document is basically me removing my consent to all of this. And I also have in the document uh, uh, an invocation of natural law principles. That's also inside of that document. I mean, it's, uh, it's I'm just paraphrasing here. Yeah. I wrote it in a way where it's understandable for them and they don't think I'm completely nuts. But that's what I, I thought was necessary to have in the document to invoke natural law. I mean, it's, it's in operation anyway. But in that moment, I was just, you know, you can't get away with this. And this is governing the universe, these natural law principles. They're governing the universe, you know, and you are going to get the consequences of your behavior. You know, and that's why I invoked them at the heart of the document is I here have officially removed my consent to all of this. And when it only takes one to remove one's consent, that you can't say that everyone is in tacit agreement. 
of this project because that's how they run these things. It's like a know? building planning permission. Like if if somebody complains because they can't see, exactly. they, 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 you've ruined my view of my, from my house, so you're not allowed to build a whole house. Exactly, okay. and it was just another step towards. Uh, an intention that I set two and a half years ago, you know, where I put out an intention where that, that was a, the point where I dropped my studies, you know, one and a half years before completing them um, to become a teacher of mathematics and history, you know, at the University of Vienna. I dropped those studies because I found out about 5G and I knew I had to get involved. Mm. And I put out the intention, the very strong intention, and we need to understand that the universe listens to every little peep you say. You know, and when you put a powerful intention out there, and I know that I'm a guy who's absolutely fearless, I think uh, we don't die, and I just want to give it a real shot because I hate these criminals. You know, I hate them to the guts, but I don't attack them. I want to be better than them. I want to share the knowledge how they mask mind control the people and give it to others, you know, and and use it to their advantage for empowerment purposes. You know, that's that's the drive that I had. And two and a half years ago, I put out this intention. I'm going to I'm going to be a part of this. I'm going to stop this. I'm going to stop this agenda. I'm not interested to be part of some smart grid and some digital AI um, artificial intelligence mainframe matrix and to be locked into that. Um, I'm not interested in that. And this intention then leads to steps that you need to take to make it a self-fulfilling prophecy, like the boomerang that you throw out and it will come back once, you know, you just have to go, that, that's the law of manifestation, is you have to go the steps and the, you have to face the challenges that are presented, you know, in order to make it a self-fulfilling prophecy, because that's the power we all have. And reality is the experience of intention. And one of those steps was to write that document, remove my my uh, consent to this, and then after the document, the whole thing changed, you know? Because I'm, I'm never going to get the police, you know, to go into the parliament and arrest them and all that, you know? I can't hold them liable, but now I had a document that I could use to go to the level underneath the federal government, you know, on the re to the regional government, and use that document and actually say, I've written to all of those guys. No one has replied, and we live in a contractual law. No one has replied. No one's taken responsibility. So are you taking responsibility? And I was really successful in going to mayors and having meetings with, with mayors and making that point. You know, that's how you could make the document work for yourself. And and that's how you spread the information about the topic of 5G. And we were going really well until this coronavirus uh, thing happened. Because actually the Austrian government, uh, the Austrian parliament put out a safety assessment report on the 6th of March of this year, just before the coronavirus uh, thing broke out. And in this health assessment report, they... And nobody expected this. The author of the report said the um, the precautionary principle would need to be applied when it comes to 5G. What's no one mean? knows what the dangers of it is. The precautionary principle means that, n that the whole rollout is stopped until 
we know what this technology does. He says this health report is insufficient to go into all the aspects of 5G because it's such a big thing for so many um, different ways of using it, such a huge band of frequencies yes. also being used, and they didn't test for that. So more study has to be done on that, and the precautionary principle is just when we don't know what this technology is going to do, we halt the rollout and roll it back. You know, you can't switch it on, but it is switched on and being switched on more and more everywhere across Austria right now as we speak. And everyone's ignoring the report that the parliament itself put out at the beginning of March. So surely there's companies then that are that are putting this 5G out into cities and across Austria and across the world, like these telecommunications yeah. companies, they surely should have some kind of a liability, if not the politicians who allowed them to do that. Like, obviously, you're not going to be able to put in a, a, a telecoms service without some politician's sign-off, because it is going to be like a, you, whatever a government utility. You have to have your, your, your proper paperwork to be able to set up that kind of, um, you know, those kind of radio frequencies, which re- reach into the tens of thousands of gigahertz. Uh, you were talking about the report on the safety of 5G that was done very quickly, uh, very um, haphazardly, and skipped out on a whole load of details that would allow 5G to be rolled out without any um, objection. It was based on a lot of like incorrect information. The frequencies were way under what 5G are supposed to be. The dangers were very much underplayed. Um, the fact that no insurance companies would insure any of the telecoms companies to put this stuff up kind of made it look like, you know, actuaries are the guys that will assess the risk for insurance companies. And they're some of the the, the smartest, most qualified, most well-paid people on the planet. They, those guys don't take uh, unnecessary risks. And they looked at this 5G stuff and went like, fuck that. That is a guaranteed like multi-billion dollar lawsuit that we're waiting if we insure those motherfuckers. So like people in the know know that it's not right. They hushed it up. They pushed it through real quick. They tried to get it up across all these cities and they don't really know what's going to happen when they switch it on. Um, Your document broke through that veil of, what would you call it? Like blind cooperation or, or I don't know, like a... Um, I don't think willful ignorance is strong enough. Like, it's like, it's they basically knew it, it, shit's going to go down if we turn this on, but look at fuck it, we're all making a few, Bob. Go ahead, do it. Your document broke through that gov- at a government level and got into, like, a local a local level where people in cities across Austria are like, well, I don't want that for my city. And they stopped They stopped the rollout. Um, they didn't stop the rollout. No, I, I visited uh, people in regional governments okay. to have a chat with them to use the document for that but they themselves they didn't say oh we don't want 5g they invited me to speak with them yeah that's what i mean it's, it was on the way it was on the way to that kind of resolution where they're like okay let's fucking yeah. hot, let's slow down a little bit like yeah. it's it's coming off a long way since i talked to you last in october um if you're getting to that kind of thing you were talking about hoping that that's what it would do it yeah. seems like something that should be so easily provable that they'll just throw up a mast they'll test some shit they see the effects and then they go, no, it's not for us. I'm looking at a lot of videos online of this 5G stuff. Now you're talking about like, you know, government level companies installing this stuff. Like uh, the, the, the physical details, I'm sure you're bored of talking about it again and again. Um, but like I'm seeing videos of people taking videos of like birds flapping on the ground and not being able to fly and like bees like going around in circles and shitting all over it, like shitting themselves. Did you ever see a bee, a bee do a shit? 
It's weird, man. And they're just like shitting on all, like having mad diarrhea and like uh, uh, twitching on the ground. Uh, there's trees and all the bark has just fallen off the trees and all the leaves fall off the trees next to these 5G um, masts. Um, they're, they're talking about like paint bubbling on the sides of houses and loads of these fucking weird videos around 5G masts have already been switched on. And there's people complaining of like headaches, of like thyroid swelling, of, um, you know, problems with their blood and problems with iron in their blood and all these all these like things starting to happen and then coronavirus hits and then they say 5g is the cause for some of the symptoms in corona like do you know anything about that or can you tell us more about like some of the symptoms and some of the things that will go wrong when 5g gets switched on well the the most important information concerning that uh that i've come across is first of all you know the smoking gun in all of this is that you're not allowed to speak about the connections of 5G and coronavirus in any media across Britain. Yeah, that's, that's what mad. Ofcom, um, who has a stake in the 5G rollout, yeah. officially said that you're going to be uh, charged if you just even, even just touch on any connections of these two and it's just that's a huge smoking gun when they don't want you to talk about something you know you better look into it they took that david like video down off youtube it was it was like slammed down straight away they're trying to delete it all over the internet like i was recorded Mm. for irish radio this morning talking about 5g and i'm talking about all the conspiracy theories online some of them i believe some of them i think could be totally possible but the fact that in britain you're not allowed to talk about that shit that's like that's like some adl like you're not allowed to talk about the holocaust kind of stuff like that's very weird that is absolutely weird and the weirdest thing and what like the most important thing i've come across is that you we need to look into how yeah what 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 a virus really is you know ask basic questions and that from my experience is always in the basics that the lie starts you know and that's what we need to look at in the first place you know and there's a guy, um, the do- uh, his name is Dr. Kaufman, and it, I, I would really recommend the viewers to look into that uh, video that he made. I think it's like 38 minutes long, and you can view it on davidike.com. It's in the list of doctors that he published, you know, that um, where you can double-check the information that he gives in his interview. And Dr. Kaufman is very interesting because he basically looked on a microscopic level of how the coronavirus looks like, and it actually looks identical to something that is called exosomes. Okay. So, and what is so interesting about this is that exosomes are produced in the cell and is a natural defense mechanism of the cell whenever there is an attack from the outside coming from whatever. This could be this could be relating to um, to fear. You know, fear can trigger that a natural uh, response mechanism of the immune system, fear or, you know, um, uh, electromagnetic radiation also, and all sorts of other things, you know, uh, stress, and especially the electromagnetic radiation bits is, is important. So a natural defense mechanism of the immune system produces exosomes to get the, when, when a uh, cell is poisoned, to get the poison out of the cell, the exosome, is released 
whenever the cell is poisoned. And that exosome has the, the same molecular structure as what is described as COVID-19. So what, I, what I'm saying, and I'm putting this out, I'm putting this out as an independent researcher. I have no qualifications as a doctor whatsoever, but the, it, you need to look at those two pictures. I mean, it's just incredible. And it makes sense to me that they, um, these satanic networks where this agenda originates from, that they would invert something there that they actually make something that is unnatural and all these agendas that they have fluoride in the water and the vaccines and all of it, it's all targeting the immune system. So they take a natural response of the immune system called exosomes and they make it into the virus, into the deadly virus. And then when 5G is switched on, this is just an interesting narrative to contemplate. When 5G is switched on with a uh, hundred times more power you know, and we are being bombarded by these frequencies, then the cell gets poisoned, releases the exosomes, and then you make a test and see, oh, this exosome, which has been renamed as the COVID-19 virus, shows up, and you now have COVID-19, which is actually just a natural response of the immune system. People need to look into that video from Dr. Kaufman and really look deeply into what actually is a virus. And then the question really, I mean, it's 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 quite incredible but it it makes sense for me to have something you know that would will explain when people you know suddenly drop dead in the streets when this is switched on you need to have something where you can explain that away and there's now a few you've things got I want to unpack like there. there's a few things I want to unpack there like you said that coronavirus is a, is a fake virus you said that a little while ago when you say like they have to look into what is pandemic. A fake pandemic. When you say like, what is a virus? Do you think like that a virus is a naturally occurring organism that infects humans, or do you think that it's created within the body? Like this exosomes thing, it seems like because it looks very like COVID nineteen. I'm taking your you at your word um, that people are being infected by fear. It's a fear. Then it's a it's a response to stress. It's a response to you know. Um, it's not like touching something and then you touch your eye and it goes into your body and then you get a, a cough or whatever. Um, the common cold still has no cure. So this is just like people are saying, ah, oh, it's just it's just like a really bad cold. Uh, but it's so bad and you get so afraid because of all the propaganda that it turns into something that kills you. You die from fear. So it's like the people who are old, the people who are immunodeficient. I'm just going along that train of thought now. So people yeah. who are old and people who are immunodeficient, they're the ones who are ha, have most to fear by getting infected with COVID-19. So they're at home shitting themselves because it's on every news station, on every radio station. It's everywhere. COVID-19, if you get it, it'll kill you, it'll, get it, it'll kill you. And they're afraid of dying Some so much that their body starts producing exosomes and they end up getting COVID-19 and they're like, oh, well, fuck. And then they actually the die. Mm. Do you think that's what's, that, that's what's happening? Do you think? Is that, is that what you're well, with- saying? I'm, I, what, what I'm working with is a working hypothesis, you yeah. know, and I'm ready to drop that when new information comes in. But at this point, knowing that these satanic networks invert everything, it for me, it would make sense that this is the case. And really, when you look at the pictures of the exosome and COVID-19, it's ridiculous, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's shocking. And when you imagine that, when you're being bombarded with 5G, which the uh, human immune system 
has to, you know, uh, process, you know, it's not used to those frequencies before, then it will produce these exosomes. And when you've got a test that then tests on these exosomes, which is called COVID-19, then they would be positive on that test. And the interesting part of that is also that the tests itself, as David Icke goes into his interview, they do not test for COVID-19 itself. They only test for genetic material, which can be caused by a whole bunch of symptoms. The test itself, that's why I say it's so important, you know, to look at the basics of the narrative. What is the test really testing? And what is a virus? What is you know, the test? Really what, need to... what are the COVID-19 tests testing then? The gen genetic material. They're just testing genetic material. They have not isolated the virus itself from that genetic material. Right, so that when they put that thing down your nose and it goes all the way back to your throat and they pull that out and they test that, they just want to see the thing that looks like COVID-19 and it could be exosomes? The, yeah, exactly. Exosomes in that picture is the same as COVID-19. And if the, the, the body has released these exosomes and you test positive, it's because the body releases these exosomes. And is that why you're getting so many people who are testing positive for COVID-19 and showing absolutely no symptoms, they're not getting sick, they're not having any of that, but their body is still producing exosomes. They're just not succumbing to the sickness part. Like it's, so you think it's like psychosomatic, like the people are getting sick and they're getting these coughs. It could be anything. It could yeah. be from produced from fear or also from, um, from whatever feelings or, or from electromagnetic radiation, other causes, you know. Uh, the so it's not just 5G. Because a lot of Not people say the, the argument is like 5G is only out in 40 countries. And mm. Laura Rawlings just said that here in the in the, the chat on the left. How, how, how do you explain having cases of COVID-19 in, in countries that don't have 5G in them? Like in Africa, South America and India, they have proportionally very, very few cases of, of coronavirus. And some people have explained that I'm reading all these forums and reading all these like uh, journals and stuff like that, trying to trying to get the information to go like why why For, of all the places that's going to get a virus and have it spread super fast, Africa is the fucking place. You know, some of those mm -hmm. some of the cities and some of the townships and stuff like that. It's just it's just a, a petri dish of of shit waiting to happen, right? So if, if COVID nineteen gets in there, there's no way to be able to social so socially isolate. There's no way they're going to be able to have hospitals. They're going to be able to take the, the amount of people that are going to be landing in the emergency room with, with COVID nineteen uh, symptoms, right? And yet Africa's reporting like st stupidly low numbers, like unbelievably low numbers. Is that because they're like? I don't give a fuck. I'm not afraid of this. I don't, I, I, I'm not feeling the stresses uh, that like Europe and North America are, are feeling. I'm not afraid of it. And so they're not producing those exosomes. It's based on the testing. The more you test, and when you're testing for uh, the releases of exosomes, for example, you know, you can make the numbers go up and you can make them go down. That's, I'm, I'm, I have to basically say, you know, I couldn't explain it better than David Icke did in his London Real interview. Yeah. And he really spent um, day and night working on this. He's got a whole list of doctors where he bases his understanding 
on and there is no point in me trying to explain it and 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 uh in in i'm trying to but no one has put it together this picture better than david in this instance namely also with the numbers because when they test the more you test and when it's really the exosomes that you're testing which can be produced by fear which people are a lot of people are yeah, in absolutely. fear or by 5g where or electromagnetic radiation because it relates to the poisoning of the cells you know then you can always get positive tests oh you've got covid 19 you've got covid 19 and they also the numbers that they make up is also when people die from something completely different and they test after death you know and they had covid 19 it's one of the deaths you know because of covid 19 and it's yeah. also it's also in the wording of the articles you know that they um they died um with covid 19 or because of covid 19 yeah. exactly so there's a huge scam and i can only link people to the interview of david i because it was explained brilliantly it was just you listening to it and you just get it you just get it and there were, I, I, I thought i thought about this question how can they uh, implement 5g and uh, uh, for example the social crediting system that is in china is meant to go global how can they implement that you know yeah. and a hegelian and dialectic pandemic, would be perfect this, to implement that if the problem exactly, problem reaction pandemic, solution and this pandemic just ticks every single box it's unbelievable and yeah. you can read it in a document from the uh, rockefeller foundation also in 2010 that this was a way of implementing world government well the bill, so, bill and melinda gates foundation and rockefeller together <coughs> with accenture and uh, another med- medical device company are putting together this id 2020 which seems to be some kind of charlie brooker black mirror fucking uh, implant in your hand. They're starting to put it in people's hands in Sweden. I saw a video this afternoon with a load of fucking happy Swedish cunts. They're all like, oh, look, I got the thing in my hand. Uh, I don't need to bring my bank out uh, to the supermarket anymore. And you're like, what the fuck? You're letting them put that shit in your hands, bro? That's bananas. But it's going to track everybody's uh, whereabouts. going to have all your dad on it. You might not need a passport anymore. And they want to make it from like life to death. So they're going to put that shit in babies and you have it forever. And it means that they're selling it in a way that says like there's, um, you know, 1.1 billion people in the planet that can't afford to pay for ID. They don't have any form of ID. Uh, so why not give this to them for free? And they'll have it for their whole life. And it means that we'd be able to make like digital currency, uh, social welfare payments to be able to handle all their banking and all that stuff. Like, on paper, conceptually, you're like, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Apple Pay is a good idea. We've already been conditioned to go like, yeah, you know, money is a number on my phone. You don't ever see the fucking stuff anymore. But what happens then when you implement the the kind of the politics or the, the concept of that social credit system? If you start misbehaving or if you start doing stuff that's, you know, uh, so socially uh under social darwinism is is unacceptable behavior that um you lose access then to your money to your to your to your credits let's say they'll call they always call them in those fucking dystopian science fiction movies you know the set the sesame point system in china does that now <laughs> and if you even associate with somebody who has a low point score your point score goes down so that's the that's the the social Darwinism. It's like if somebody starts misbehaving, if they're, you know, got caught drunk and disorderly, they go down in points 
And if you hang around with them, your points go down. So suddenly all your friends don't want to hang around with you because your points are so low. You're dragging them down with you. And the next thing, you're on your own in a one-bedroom apartment tying knots in a fucking length of rope. Do you know, it's very, it's so creepy, you know? Yeah, and, what's, and what sort of reference point do they have? They have China because the numbers have gone down. Isn't that interesting? How, yeah, how did that, that happen? How, how, how is China okay to go back to work happen? now? They're all going back how to the work. How did that happen? Yeah, exactly. It's incredible. And that's why, oh, we've got this model in China there and it's working, tracking everyone and all that and da-da-da. Social crediting. So we better implement it here also. They're, but they're moving at a far too quick a pace, you know, Yeah. in my opinion. What do you think? What What do you think about five G as like a mind control um, weapon, as a bio weapon? Like, is it a weapon or is it just like a badly conceptualized telecommunication system that's going to just fry all our cells? Can it be used to p- beam thoughts into people's heads? Can it be used to, uh, you know, make people go crazy or make people want to kill themselves or harm others? These are all the claims online that they say about five G. Do you know anything about any well, of that? Well, they have used uh, mind control technology already in Iraq through beaming thoughts in people's minds, you know, actually hearing Allah, you know, and then they just surrendered. There's actually mainstream articles about that, where they already used this technology in Iraq. Wow. Yeah, where people heard a voice, you know, the voice of Allah, and they and they thought, you know, it's the God, and they just put down their arms, you know, and then they took them over, the so American this- soldiers. This is the concept that 5G was built on, like that technology was a military yeah. weapon first and now they're using it in a commercial aspect. Absolutely. Well, it has nothing, it, the telecommunications aspect is very, very small part of all of this. And uh, the mind control patents already exist since the 70s. You know, you can, you've, you've got access on the, on the website of DARPA. You can look into the uh, patents for, for mind control via frequencies and then mind entrainment. So this technology can do all of that. It's, it's full spectrum dominance in the very sense of the world. Uh, word. It's really unbelievable. And yeah, it's multidimensional, this whole 5G thing, because when you understand that this reality is based on frequency and... Yeah. They say that they want to go up to 100 gigahertz, and in other sources, they go up to 300 gigahertz. And then you go onto the website of uh, uh, Raytheon, it is, uh, from one of the defense companies, and they talk about full-spectrum dominance, and that's what they do. That's why one of my articles uh, is called, uh, it's an article series, it's called the 5G Matrix. Because that's what they're doing, you know, the Matrix movie is real, and uh, it's a scalpel. 5g they want to disconnect you with your mother planet with the connection to the to to nature and that's why i delve so deeply into natural law and strengthening that connection with nature and be guided by nature in how to escape the smart prison system that they're building you know and 5g is the medium for a matrix to hijack you completely and put you into a different reality to the one we're experiencing right now into something that's called a technologically uh, technological sub-reality of this reality. Well, Everything is just controlled by technology and there is no natural force anymore. Fuck me, man. It didn't take long without 5G being switched on for everybody to just like roll over and say, yeah, okay, we'll just like stay in forever and you just let us out whenever. It didn't even, you don't even need mind control for that. Like, it's already been done. There's enough shit to be watching on Netflix and the supermarkets still work. 
And that's the thing that I can't really reconcile. In Ireland, at least, we can all still go to the supermarket. We can all still go for like walks around the place, even though the restrictions are at two kilometers radius from your home. You're not allowed to fraternize with anyone. You're not allowed to see or meet anyone outside of your family or anyone that lives in your house. Don't mix households. And yet, we can all go to the supermarket and fucking cough and sneeze and lick our hands and touch all the fruit and all of the fucking packaged goods and all the plastic and all. There's like open biscuits and, and you get a bag and you get a little tongs and you pick the biscuits up and you put like, and they're sitting there for the day and any cunt could have been like, <coughs> and and mm. it'll live on the biscuits. Like in my, in my mind, I'm going like, that's unbelievable that in a, a massive lockdown that's like having a bank vault and it's like 40 doors and like loads of lasers and alarms and all that stuff and then at the back it's just like a fucking a doggy door that, that leads right into the vault you just need some cunt to, to crawl in and take all the money out like it's it's crazy that there's that loophole people can go in and shop when everybody else is uh, uh, you know compelled by law to stay at home that's i can't understand that and when you mm. say something like it's not really a virus that you can contract, it's it's from exosomes that are created by like fear and stress and external external da- damage. I'm like, yeah, that sounds about right. The people who are most afraid of dying are the ones that keep dying, and anybody else that gets it, like Idris Elba, is just like, yeah, well, I'm good looking in black, so uh, you know, I don't even have a cuff, but apparently I've got corona. You're like, all right, Idris, you f- hard bastard. It just doesn't sound it, like a lot of it doesn't make sense to me. Do you know? It's it's it doesn't make sense and it's crazy. But the the, the weird thing is, you know, I mean, in this interview from David with uh, London Real, you have to imagine the amount of pressure he was on. It was like the the second biggest YouTube stream uh, in the entire world that day, and there was super pressure. And he starts off the interview with actually saying, "Well, I know lots of people will be pissed off, pissed off, but." there actually is no COVID-19. It doesn't exist. To start off an interview like that with this amount of pressure and to actually say that and then explain what you're saying in such clear terms, you need to ask, I mean, this guy wouldn't go on air with this amount of pressure and just start the whole thing like that. He doesn't entice any people into it and then say it after he's explained it. He's not. He's he not. Starts the whole thing off. With he's that. not the only one saying it though. Like there's other people saying all this stuff as well. I've read it all in loads of different places. The exosomes thing now is unique to me. I haven't heard that yet. But a lot yeah. of the other stuff about it being fake and they can't find any um, any actual biological evidence of it. They're they're looking at patient zero in the wet market. Uh, like out of the first forty patients, fourteen of them I hadn't actually got any contact with that wet market at all. So how did they get it? Uh, they're talking about it coming from like a secret lab in Wuhan and. Uh, well, not a secret one, but a lab that was doing secret shit in Wuhan with horseshoe bats and um, either somebody planted it into an animal that was in the wet market or whatever. Like, so there's all this like super spurious, you know, crazy, suspicious initial circumstances around the virus being let out into the public. And then, of course, the Chinese fucking acting super shady. They have, uh, you know, 21 million mobile phones are missing from their mobile phone networks. There's loads of sulfur dioxide, which is caused by burning bodies. Loads of sulfur dioxide on these these measurements. So are they burning hundreds of thousands of bodies? Like, what the fuck is going on? Wuhan ordered, like, tens of thousands of funeral urns that are going to hold, like, cremated human ashes. 
why the fuck are they ordering them if uh, there's, there isn't tens of thousands of dead bodies? Like, where are all these people? Do you know, where are all these dead bodies going? Um, as well, people are suspicious of China and they're weird, like the CCP, like keeping everything on fucking on the download. They're not very open about their the press and their media and they don't want anyone knowing anything. Maybe they took the phones off the people so that they couldn't report what was actually going on. Uh, Wuhan is a, a, a testing ground for 5G in the first place. So like Wuhan was one of the, the first places that they switched it on last July. They switched it on in Italy in August and they were the two worst hit places initially in January when the fucking shit went mad. It was all, you know, Wuhan and, and Bergamo in Italy. Like, So to think in my mind that there was 5G that did that, I, I can't reconcile it if it's going to be in other places in the world as well. But you explaining that stress and fear are going to cause that stuff kind of takes yeah. that away. Like, is 5G going to kill us all? Is it something that when they switch it on and it turns into, like it's on in some places, is it going to fry us? Is it going to fuck us up? Is it going to like tear apart our DNA? Like what what are the dangers on the books for 5G? Because like as far as I can read, none of it is really provable nor disprovable. There's a lot of claims, but not a lot of evidence. And extraordinary claims need extraordinary evidence. I guess you can't find mm. out what's going to happen when you switch it on until you switch it on. It's like, you know, the Large Hadron Collider yeah. or whatever. Like, yeah, we could create a black hole that'll swallow the whole uh, universe. Or we could, you know, find a, a new way to flavor crisps. It's very weird. Like, it's a 50-50. What is 5G going to do to us? It's, it, it can't be known, really. Uh, apparently... Dr. Barry Trower, you know, is a very interesting man. Um, he's got documents where they've tested these frequencies. And in his opinion, it's it's going to be absolutely devastating. And it's something that we just need to face, you know. A base understanding of all of this is that technology, it's not about, you know, being against technology. You know, we, I mean, I don't have a smartphone, for example, so I don't, I don't use that technology. That's just because I... I'm dedicated to other things and I, I, I interact with technology anyway, you know, I do my work with technology. But it comes to a certain point that, the, I mean, there's a relationship between the our, our evolution in our spirit with the use of technology, you know, and this technology is with 5G, it's, um, it's being used for control purposes now. That's the problem. You know, for total control. It is not for the betterment of human beings or the betterment of our life. You know, it's being used for control, you know. And technology is the application of science. And the problem we face is that in science, our scientism, you know, the science that we have, you know, it, it looks as the human being as a piece of matter, you know, like the whole universe is basically dead matter. And this perception needs to change, you know. If we if we would think in terms of frequency, then we would get it better, you know. Then we know on one level that we are a frequency, you know, that this tree is a frequency and that uh, 5G is a frequency. And we just need to look at how these frequencies interact with each other. And we need to look at what's happened in the past, you know. And when you've got a situation where you've already lost 90% of the insects, you know, from where we get our food from, you have to ask the question, what the fuck 
have they got planned for us you know and then you go into the realms of synthetic food and all that so it's it's all going artificial and i i wouldn't go too much into what would happen if they switch it on uh you know but actually looking into stopping it you know and yeah, I think we have, a, we have an amazing chance now. We I have an amazing way, chance now. I see the way you focus your energy. You're like, yeah, I don't really want to worry or imagine or predict bad things that are going to happen. I'd rather use my energy to focus on stopping it from happening in the first place. And that's a good, yeah, attitude. It's a good attitude to have, man. I don't go too deep into the nuts and bolts of how it's a weapon and yeah. this weapon can do this and can do that on that frequency. And that, uh, okay, uh, that's not what I do. I know it's a weapon system and that's enough. can be used for mind control purposes. And yeah, yeah it's from my research that I've done, uh, it's very clear that conclusion. Uh, because a weapon, you know, you just look at the at a definition of a weapon. It causes harm, you know, physical, mental, psychological harm. Then it's a definition as a weapon. It's a system, so it's a weapon system. You can put it together like that. Anyways, what I want to say is that I basically just see it as okay. That's what we're confronted with. Okay, that's what it is, you know. And then I ask the question. And you really have to dig deep, you know, to, to get the whole thing of this. And you ask the question, why do they want to control us? Yeah. And the reason is because we are incredibly powerful beings. That's the very truth of it. And there's a reason why they always have to diminish us. With the climate change narrative and now with COVID-19, you know, that we're just transmitting viruses, you know, and who are you as a human being, you know, it's always diminishing us. And the reason why they want to implement a control grid and they uh, are weaponizing everything is because we are powerful, you know, and that's the sort of the, the sort of knowledge that I go into to really realize the power that we have inside of us, you know, and that we have value. This is the thing that that is just you know, what, what I can teach to other people because for a long time I felt I was powerless, you know, and that's why I can teach this shit now because I got myself out from a disempowered state, you know, and empowered myself, you know, make use of, of this knowledge and give it further to other people and that people realize that they have value because I personally, I'm not an expert or a specialist in anything, I'm an expert in humanity because I'm having this experience and I'm coming from a different perspective. You know, I, 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 I don't have to learn all the, all the different degrees, you know, what I'm talking about, you know, you can find out the truth or, 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 you know, get a perspective on things through applying, um, the ways in which your, in which your mind works, you know, and actually have tools with which you can work and decipher what the truth is without studying 10 different subjects and being able, because you often hear, oh, I can't talk about this issue because I'm not an expert in this. I'm only an expert in that field. And that's how the system is structured, that you only have your field that you can talk about <laughs> and all the others you can't talk about because you're not an expert on it. And then you cannot ever make the connections and see the full picture and transcend the whole control system altogether. It's the iPhone because factory. The, the one thing... The one thing this control system namely is, and it took me 10 years to come to this conclusion, it's the fear of the unknown. That's how you can, the whole control system is terrified of things being in the unknown 
And what is in the unknown is when you act spontaneously, you know, in res- be the water, like we said today, you know, uh, be the water, be flexible, you know, do things that bring joy to you, you know, and be unpredictable because that's heart resonance. And the system can never control the heart, you know, when you, when you live from the heart and understanding what the Achilles heel of this entire system is, you know, and understanding that the system only runs in your mind also. You can't encounter the system outside of you. I can't meet the system outside of me. When I'm talking about a matrix, how can I meet it? I can't meet it out there. I can only meet it inside here. What an epiphany that is. And it's those thoughts that always diminish us. Oh, you can't do this. Oh, you can't do that. You know, I'm not an expert in this. I can't talk about it. You better fucking talk about it when you're about to get annihilated with 42,000 satellites beaming 5G on every inch of the planet. You better start talking about it. You know, that's what I motivate people to do, to speak their truth, you know, and learn with the mistakes that they make. Because I also make a whole lot of mistakes. But I do what I do, you know, to learn from these mistakes and move forward. If we don't speak out now, there is no future. Okay, and we're going to be ruled by a bunch of people that are not powerful at all. They only have the power that we give to them because, as you rightly said, they cannot create anything. And their control system is only created, you know, when we give our creative imagination and capacity to them and actually make it happen. And we make it happen most of all through where we direct our attention to where our energy flows, you know, and when our energy is in fear, and it doesn't matter which narrative we believe in, if coronavirus is a deadly virus, the official story, or if coronavirus is together with 5G, you know, and they're creating this kill grid, it doesn't matter which narrative I believe, it's both the end result is fear, and they control you. But they can't control you when you know they're setting this whole control system up, because you are powerful. And it's your willpower. How much do you really want to be free? And freedom has principles, which are natural law principles, you know. And that's where we can get them. This is my only intention is to just be free, you know, and to live in freedom. And I'm just being challenged right now. That's how I see the world. I'm just being challenged right now with this lockdown. How much do you really want it? And I know I really want it. And I'm just going to be proving that every single day. And it's going to happen. It has to happen. That's the sort of intentionality that we also need. They cannot assimilate me in their fake reality when I'm withdrawing consent and I've got my own ideas. The system itself is only an idea, and I've got a better idea. Fuck you guys. I, I don't think we're going to get much better than that, uh, Stephen Weibrow. That's. Uh, I think. I think we'll we'll draw a line under that and. Um, Let's instruct the people where they can go and find more of your stuff, where they can go and, and, and find out about your work, about the works of, of the people that you mentioned, natural law uh, speakers and people who talk about this, uh, these kind of topics. So you've got websites, YouTube channels, social media. Let the people know. All right. So my uh, YouTube channel right now is called Steve Wybrow. 
and they can find it under the title Navigating the Matrix with Natural Law Principles. And I'll be uploading an English and the German version of the episode every week. That's going to be every Friday, so tomorrow is another day where I'm uploading it, especially concerning the David Icke interview, because I really think that gives us a huge chance huge chance because it's been watched by millions of people right now and it's gone so viral that they've um, taken it off uh, YouTube and Vimeo and all other platforms also now London Real they've had to take they just took it off before we talked you can find it's it really on, big. you can find it on BitChute and it's also available on Daily Motion. Exactly. I was looking at it too Exactly, and uh, on Patreon, uh, I've, uh, I'm called uh, Gnosis Common Unity, because um, that's my my real intention is to create an, an a Gnostic university where this occult knowledge is is taught, you know, and um, the reemergence of the ancient mystery schools, you know, uh, combining all the all the sciences together, um, how it was in the old days, and and not being separated, you know, as we just spoke. And what I also really recommend is Mark Passio's work. When it comes to natural law, that's just the most, the purest of knowledge. If you can take his style, he's not an easy guy to listen to because um, he's, a, he's a strict teacher. Yeah. He's a strict teacher, and that's what I needed. I really need to uh, be kicked up the ass myself, you know, to... Yeah, to really get the message. And he's he's a great, great man. So what on earth is happening, Mark Passio? And yeah. Awesome. I'm going to leave all those links. Uh, and as much, I'm going <laughs> to get you to send me a list of stuff and I'll put it into the description of uh, this video and uh, this podcast episode. So um, if you want to scroll down through that, get on your app and have a look and, and do some further reading. Man, we could talk for hours. And hours and hours. We need bags of cocaine here and we stay here for two, 24 hours to talk about this shit. Yeah, um, yeah man. It could, like uh, like I said, no joke. Like in Waterford, we were up till like five, four or five in the morning standing underneath <laughs> that stage talking about some shit with Claire as well. And it's like so many, so many really, really interesting people talking about really interesting stuff. If we all get together and we all chat it out, um, there are answers to be found. And I'm going to try and get as many people as possible on to talk to me like you, the, the amount of information, the amount of experience and the amount of work that you've done, uh, I could never do. I could read about it. I could talk about it, but I'll never get to a certain level where I fully understand it, you know, um, or be able to relay it in a in a podcast as I do with a lot of other stuff. It's easy to do history because it's like shit happened. What shit? This shit. OK, bye. Uh, with, with concepts and with the stuff that we were talking about today, like natural law, like that's a, that's a kind of a vocation. Uh, you got to get into that. Thanks so much for coming on the show, man. I really appreciate your time. And uh, I hope everybody goes and, and finds you online. If you want to find those conspiracy guys online, we're on all the social media, Facebook and Twitter and all that seemingly irrelevant stuff. Now uh, we have a bit you channel instead of a YouTube channel. Cause YouTube you can go fuck off. Um, the, started taking all this stuff down i bounced out of youtube a few months ago for those that are going on and finding no videos on my channel got like twenty thousand subscribers but no videos uh they were just striking people off so fuck them i'm after moving to bitshoot.com slash those conspiracy guys and uh all documentaries and i'm gonna i'm gonna put up some uh, some of steve's stuff and some of mark passio's stuff and some of all these guys now that we've you know established that this shit is super important and uh, we have a Discord as well if you want to come in and join and talk with other people. Uh, 
if you email me at info at those conspiracy guys or send me a DM on any social media, I'll send you the invite for the Discord channel. Uh, the Discord server, there's about 2,000 people in there all having to crack, all, you know, conversing now that we're on lockdown, sending links, sending memes, and just general conspiracy chat. If you're in a house right now uh, that's full of people that don't talk about this kind of stuff and you feel like you want to have a have a rabbit with uh, a few a few people who are like mind uh, the discord channel is there there's audio channels you're going to have the chats or just type or whatever you want uh patreon is also the lifeblood of the show and there, we've got people watching live on patreon right now exclusively uh which is going to be happening on into the future any interviews i'm going to be doing on this show uh will be available on the patreon exclusively uh, before anybody else so i'm going to take this and edit it up and release it this is what you're listening to is the edited version if you want to see the, the, the live ones in the future patreon.com slash those conspiracy guys all the links are in the description below steve thanks so much man i really appreciate you coming on it's great to connect Thank with you, you so again yeah absolutely thanks so much and i i i loved your presentation at the open mind i just loved it thanks man it was unbelievable I try. That was I try, pure genius. I'm trying to do something different, you know. I'm trying to make. Uh, I have a unique voice. I think I have a unique perspective, and people seem to. It seems to resonate with people. It's not, you know, some uh, some Bible basher or some doom talker, and you know, a couple of dick jokes, to, to sugar to help the medicine go down. And look, it is what it is. But thanks very much for joining me. Uh, that's it for this episode of Those Conspiracy Guys interviews. Uh, Stephen Weibrow, thank you so much. My name is Gordon, and uh, we'll see you again next time. Goodbye.